0: Let's face it, living takes guts, and living a full life takes a lot of guts. Igniting Courage podcast is the place you can come to get a blast of courage from real people who are clawing their way through life just like you are. We're going to talk about big courage and also little daily courage. You'll hear people's opinions on how to build courage and how to summon it when you would rather join the circus and never be heard from again. So welcome. I'm glad you had the guts to show up for this conversation. Thanks for jumping on and listening to episode 14. This is my interview with my 20-year-old cousin Danny Sheber. She grew up in a small town in Ohio her whole life, same school, same, you know, family, same house, all that, and then left that home to go off to college in a different place. So, I thought she would be a great addition to the Igniting Courage podcast because it's not always about running into a burning building or jumping out of an airplane or changing your business. Sometimes huge courage comes from changing what you've always done. And that's what Danny did. And she's made herself really successful. So I'm excited for you to hear all the wonderful things she did. Uh, I think some of the courage she built over the first year and a half she spent in college triggered her to go parasailing and jet skiing with dolphins this past summer. So she's got a great story. And so I'm excited for you to hear it. Enjoy. All right. Well, good morning, Danny. Thank you so much for jumping on the call with me today. How are you? I'm good.
1: How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you on. You're my first family member on the, on the podcast, so I'm very excited that you're here. I appreciate you asking me. <laughs> sure. So, first question I ask everybody is, what does courage mean to you? Just your own little personal definition.
2: To me, courage is breaking out of your comfort zone to do something you normally wouldn't do. And with mm-hmm. that, you have to be okay to fail, And so that fits into everyday life. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, how does that fit into your life lately, like within
1: the last couple years?
2: Well, as a second-year college student, you know, like you graduate high school and you live with your family for so long and then you move off to school and you're by yourself. And that took a lot of courage because I went to a school where I didn't know anyone, like maybe five people. And so it was a whole new adjustment, living on my own and making new friends and getting to my classes and doing well in them. So that took a lot of courage, and I knew that there were going to be roadblocks along the way, but just being able to get over those, it took a lot of courage.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, you lived in Galleon your whole life. So not only did you live with your family your whole life, but you had the same friends, and you went to a
2: similar school, and you lived in the same town. I mean, so this was a huge change. It was. And going from a small town to a bigger town was crazy in and of itself.
1: Yeah. So what prompted you? What gave you the courage to do that? Where do you think you got that?
2: Well, I've always wanted to, like, go out and do something big for myself. And... Um, And just because we're from a small town, like, it just made me, that, I think, grew those wings. And so when I got there, I was like, you know what, we're here. You might as well just do it. (laughs) Nice. And how's it going? It's going great. I love it. It took a little bit of adjustment, but, I mean, I made amazing friends, and my family is so supportive. And that just drives me to keep doing well and achieving all the goals that I've set for myself. That's awesome. Well, and they,
1: they sometimes say that, and it sounds like what you're saying right now, is the roots that you have have given you wings. You know, the roots exactly. in that town and your family and all that stuff have given you the wings to be able to go out and do your thing. Exactly. Awesome. So what are those big goals you set for yourself?
2: Well, I'm currently in a pharmacy program, so obviously my goal is to graduate with a PharmD in six years, so that's big stuff. Um, Dr. Danny, but, oh,
1: <laughs> Dr. Danny, please report to surgery, Dr. Danny.
2: <laughs> this coming fall, I get my white coat. i will be considered an intern. So this, these last two years, and especially this spring, is, like, pushing me, and it's, like, so close I can almost touch it. But, like, I know I still have to keep digging because I'm not there quite yet.
1: And then do you know where you want to, I mean, do you want to stay in Ohio, or do you want to move? somewhere else? What are you
2: thinking? I'd like to stay in Ohio. I'm not sure what specialty I want to be certified in. I've always felt the need to go into pediatrics because I just like little kids. I don't know. I've had a couple other opportunities and some other specialties have been brought into the picture like oncology and such, but I don't know. We'll see. We're, It takes me down the road. Yeah. So back up a little bit. You said
1: something earlier. Your definition of courage is getting out of your comfort zone, and it might require failure. Have you had any failures that you had to kind of pick yourself up from?
2: Oh, yes, definitely. (laughs) The whole adjustment from high school to college, like you get the tests in high school are more like memorization, and the tests in college are more application my first college exam was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. I literally came home and cried to my mom because it was, I was like, this is it. I can't do it. Like, no way. But it just took some adjusting and like, you just had to learn the tricks of the trade. And when you focus on memorizing in high school, you're like, okay, well, how can this memorization be applied to real-life situations? And so it did take a period of, like, two months to adjust to everything, but once it did, I mean, that set the road for the umpteen years of school I still have left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Settle in. We've got a long way to go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did you ever think about leaving college? Did you ever think, like, forget it, I'm not doing this
2: anymore? No. I've always been, like, I'm going to school. This is what I'm going for. And a lot of my friends, they're, like, after the first semester last fall as freshmen, they're, like, we're switching majors. This is way too hard. Well, we had been introduced little by little to the different aspects of pharmacy and, like, how to read a prescription and the different um, medical terms that they might use. And to me, that just, like, it made me feel like a little kid in a candy shop. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. And I remember in the spring they gave us two, two assignments, and they weren't due till the end of the semester. I sat down and I did them in a weekend. Like, I was just that happy. I was that happy to do those. And so, personally, I never thought about leaving because this has always been a goal for myself. You know, I decided that this is what I wanted to do in eighth grade, and I didn't steer much from it. So, I've just been steadfast, and we're going to achieve it one way or another.
1: So, your goal is stronger than that fear of failure.
2: Exactly. And I've taught, I mean, the people I've talked to, they've all been through it and they've said that it is hard and there will be setbacks, but it's not the end of the world and like you'll get through it. It's nice because the friends I've made up there have become like a family to me. So now when I leave my family here to go back to school, I have that support system up there where I can go to them. And I mean, it's just, amazing what, how people can encourage you and keep you moving. Yeah.
1: So you're, is it just your classmates? Are you talking about, like, mentors and other professors and other pharmacists? I mean, it sounds like you've got a, a larger network than just your friend friends.
2: Yeah, well, a lot of my friends are, my, are in my pharmacy class because we're taking classes that are solely for our major, So a lot of them are there. And then I also have friends who are older in the pharmacy program, so they offer us advice, and they'll tell us what we should do and who we should take the class with or who we shouldn't take the class with. And um, I have a great advisor up there, and he's been very helpful in the last year. It just made that college feel like home.
1: That's great. Well, and, it's, and it sounds like you're not trying to do it yourself. I mean, you have an understanding that I need a little support with this, and sometimes I've got to talk to some people to, to bolster my courage and get that voice from the outside. Exactly. Nice. That's awesome. So was there anything about college or about going to college or living on your own that you weren't expecting to require you to get out of your comfort zone but did?
2: Probably the aspect of, like, not fending for myself, but, I mean, I can't cook. So that <laughs> was a whole other comfort zone because last year, I know, I had, like, a meal plan and, like, the dining hall cooked for me, and then this year I get there and I still had a meal plan, but I didn't have time to use it as much, so I tried to cook by myself and we realized that I can't cook spaghetti, so... <laughs> It was grilled cheese and microwavable meals for a lot of time, but <laughs> <laughs> we're slowly, slowly getting there. So that's oh. – and it's 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 not something I'd like to admit, but you admit it. <laughs> right. I'm glad you have the courage to admit it. <laughs> yeah. And we all, guys, but,
1: we all have to search somewhere, you know?
2: Exactly. And, like, another thing, too, was I had to pick, like, a general education course that I had to complete, and they gave me the option of speech or acting. I'm not a big person to give speeches, and I, I was already taking a, re- or a writing course, so I didn't want to write more than I needed to. And so I was like, you know what, I've never done acting. I've always been a playgoer, not a play doer. And so I said, we're just going to give it a shot, you know, what's the worst that could happen? I walked into acting class day one, and that was by far my most favorite class I've ever taken. Really? I loved it. It was so much fun. And the professor made it a lot of fun, too. We learned, like, how to portray yourself so that you're not one way or the other. Like, you're not so outgoing that it's annoying, but you're not so shy that people think something's wrong. You're just kind of a balance of both. And, I mean, that's where a lot of the courage that I got came from because she just kind of ignited that. And her philosophy was, she even had it painted on her wall, was have the courage to fail boldly. And that's stuck Mm -hmm. with me ever since.
1: That's awesome.
2: So where do you think you've used that fail boldly since then? Pretty much with, like, exams and stuff because, I mean, I'm starting to get into heavier classes and they're starting to become harder, so if an exam doesn't go as well as I thought it would have, then I could have been like, all right, well, we did fail, but, I mean, I prepared myself, you know, like, it wasn't like I didn't study. It just didn't, the odds weren't in my favor, and so then just reconfiguring everything and setting your mind that you will do better on the next one is, It's key. Nice.
1: Yeah, it's not how you fall down. It's getting back up again and resetting yourself. Exactly. That's awesome. So besides that, are there any other things that you think you would do now that you might not have two years ago before you left Galleon for Finley?
2: Hmm. I definitely would not have been as outgoing. I was always really shy and soft-spoken in high school, and, you know, don't speak unless you're spoken to, and um, I've become more vocal, and not to the point where it's obnoxious, but it's just I have my opinions now, and, like, I'll, I'll share them, and I'll put in my two cents, and, I mean, in high school, you know, you've grown up with these kids ever since kindergarten, so you know, you've you known them for, like, 12 years of your life, and these kids that you're starting with in college, you just met. So, I mean, it's a new start for everyone, so then you just kind of, you have to be are outgoing and willing to make friends to make friends, and now I'll walk through campus, I pretty much know who a lot of people are, and that's super nice, too.
1: And you have a new gentleman friend. Yes, I do. Is he your first long-term boyfriend? Yeah. And it's been six months, eight months?
2: Um, We're working on five, but nice. he's super nice. sweet, and he encourages me and pushes me to do well in school, and it's, it's really nice to have someone there for you. That's great. Is he at Finley, too? No, he's actually Um, correctional officer so he's off doing big things too yeah and how did you meet him we both went to high school together (laughs) oh cool and like we knew each other in high school but we never hung out or anything and then this summer we started talking and we just headed off nice well so what advice
1: you've got to A 17-year-old finishing up senior year in high school or even a 16-year-old junior year trying to figure out what to do, what advice would you have? I guess your sister's a great example. Kate's in 11th grade, right?
2: Yeah, she's getting ready to be a senior. My advice to her would probably be to follow her heart and because it's not going to lead you in the wrong direction. And so if she finds a school where she genuinely feels like this is home, like you walk on campus and you get that feeling that you don't have anywhere else and you know that's right where you want to be. And so follow that feeling. And also, too, if you have, like, if you want to pursue something, the sky's the limit and there's. There's no reason why you can't accomplish anything you put your mind to. So go for it and, once again, have the courage to fail boldly. Nice. Last question for you. Now that you've got a taste of
1: adulthood and a taste of kidhood, would you rather be a kid for the rest of your life or be an adult for the rest of your life? (laughs) Is this a trick question? (laughs) No, it's not at all. Would you rather be taken care of, Are you are you good, like, figuring out how to cook?
2: Well, like I said, the cooking needs a lot of working, but I don't know. I really like the independent aspect of adulthood and being able to go do things for yourself and um, succeed, and, I mean, because at the end of the day, I was the one that did the work these last 6 years to get my white coat, you know? So I really like that aspect of it. But once again as a child though, I mean, you're surrounded by your family and your friends all the time. And so that's super comforting and there are times where I go to school and I'm so busy I don't talk to my mom for 3 days and like that kills me inside, but the schedules just don't line up. So I mean, I'm kind of still in the middle of both, but I'd lean towards the adult side a little bit more. All right. So you're taking continuing the road straight. Yes. going to move We're back in the mom's basement the
1: when you graduate? I'm hoping not to. Nice. Well, I think you're in, a, in the in the right path. Well, any other advice you would give people, and especially kids, you know, I mean, because it's a scary time when you're finishing high school and, like, trying to decide, what do I do? Any other advice you would give them?
2: I would just say go out and shadow um, anyone in that field that you think you might be interested in because a lot of people have their own opinions about their field and someone could start in that field and be like, I absolutely hated it, this is why I switched to this. But someone could be like, I've loved it from the get-go. And so you kind of need to experience it for yourself. And additionally, um, one of my biggest things that I saw was people following each other to colleges and, like, doing exactly what their friends were doing, and it didn't work out for them. They'd switch colleges or switch their majors because it wasn't exactly what was planned. And so just kind of, like, do it for yourself. Like, do what you want to do because you're going to be the one that's working on it the rest of your life. Nice.
1: And I, and I love that, you know, sort of do your own thing because your thing is going to be different than, than your friends and doesn't mean you can't be friends with them anymore and meet back up at Christmas break and hang out, but ultimately you've got to live your life and that can be exactly. uncomfortable when you're used to hanging out with your friends all the time. Exactly. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and having the courage to jump on and be my first family member on the podcast. I think a lot of thank people are going to get a lot of good me. stuff from this.